Hey everybody, welcome to episode one of the Uncomfortable is OK podcast. I'm your host Chris Desmond. Today I'm talking to Rachel Desmond from Girls Got Curves, a healthy living and lifestyle blog. Now, if you think that name sounds familiar, you'd be right, as Rachel is my cousin. But more than that, Rachel is a working single mother, research consultant, self-proclaimed geek, healthy living and lifestyle writer, and a recipe developer. She's passionate about inspiring others to lead a healthy life by eating simple, delicious food without the big price tag or the gourmet cooking skills. Her passion stems from her husband's cancer diagnoses and her own health issues, making her realize that she just had to put more effort into her own and her family's health. She's a relatable, everyday woman just trying to do her best in life. Rach is very open, truthful, and straight to the point about her life, her values, and her flaws. She doesn't sugarcoat her food, herself, or her opinions. So today we we talk about changing our lifestyles through making small changes. We also have a chat about failure and dusting yourself off to keep going afterwards. Just want to say a big thanks to all of you guys for tuning in to the first episode. Uh, Enjoy Rach and I having a chat. Welcome to the Uncomfortable is OK podcast. Thanks very much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Rach, my first question for you is, what's your favourite exercise? Uh, I do love Pilates. Definitely love Pilates. I'm quite a, a YouTube YouTube video watcher because I just do it all from home. So Pilates is a good one. It's nice and nice and easy on the old bones. <laughs> Cool, yeah. No, I've, I definitely do a, a few YouTube exercise videos as well. and they're, they're good fun and they're, they're nice to just fit in at a, at a time that's convenient to you. Getting getting a little bit more serious now though, um, so you're you're currently on a little bit of a journey and your, your journey started back in 2014. Can you take us back then and, and let us know what was, what was going on with you at the time? Yeah, well... 2013 and 14 were really quite tough years for me and for my family. Uh, my husband at the time got diagnosed with cancer with metastatic melanoma in April 2013. So that was a very tough time for all of us. And not too long after that, I myself got diagnosed with fibromyalgia, which is a chronic pain disorder. And um, so I'm often left tired and achy and sore and just want to sleep really. So I got into very bad habits, sort of going through with Calvin, um, my husband at the time, with his treatment. We were going back and forth from Tauranga to Waikato Hospital all the time, and the kids were only six and four back then. So we were trying to deal with daycare and school and getting them organised as well as everything else on top of it. So we got into really bad habits and ate crap all the time because it was just easy and convenient on the go. We didn't really have time to exercise. So we got quite unhealthy, even more unhealthy than what we should have been. 
and then in July or June, it might have been June 2014, I had a TIA, which is a mini stroke. So I think that was what really kicked me in the ass and made me realise that we had to make some real changes because everything was just sort of falling apart around us. So I've always had a very destructive relationship with food. always used it to cover emotions and everything. So I was very unhealthy at the time. So after the TIA, the cancer, the fibromyalgia, it all sort of came to a head. And that's, that's when I started Girls Got Curves and realised that we needed to make some real lifestyle changes for me and for Calvin and for the kids as well. Definitely. It sounds like an incredibly tough time for you guys uh, with everything happening at once and, and probably a lot more than, than most of us have to go through it at one time as well. So I admire your strength for, for coming through the, the other side of that really well. So you mentioned Girls Got Curves before. What, what is Girls Got Curves? Girls Got Curves is my blog. Uh, I've got a blog and a Facebook page that I'm quite active on. So basically, um, I post recipes, which are healthy recipes without the gourmet or very expensive price tag that come along with a lot of these bloggers and all these healthy foods. There's no sort of $40 vegan cheesecakes on there. It's all very simple and for everyday family food. It's sort of about empowering women and showing you that you don't have to be perfect, you don't have to be like a stick figure to be healthy. It's just about making very small changes and hopefully they all add up at the end. I just try and help to inspire myself and inspire others to do the same. Awesome. And I think with with making long-term changes, it's definitely about making those those small incremental changes, it's really hard to go from doing one thing to doing something completely different all at once. So so that's really cool. So what, what changes have you made since starting Girls Got Curves? Um, I, so I do Pilates and yoga quite a bit now. Um, it was especially with the fibromyalgia. It wasn't, I couldn't just step straight into running running 5Ks at a time and all of that. So it's definitely small changes and easy, quite good exercises like Pilates, I find really help. And the eating, definitely the eating has had a major overhaul and the kids are loving it. So they're not all hyperactive all the time and they're getting some cool. food into them. And it's, yeah, little changes, just eating healthier and exercising. It's been, it's been good. Yeah, and the, the kids... Food changes probably uh, maybe has made it a bit easier for you with them as well. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. I didn't realise how badly they were eating before and how much it actually did affect them. So it's definitely been a great, great change. And with those with those changes, have you noticed anything in terms of your energy levels or your sleep or how things have changed with that? Uh, yes, definitely. So I'm. Um, quite on top of my of my fibro at the moment so I'm nowhere near as sore and as achy as I used to be I sleep a lot better and I have more energy during the day which is great and then I managed to wear myself out and actually get some sleep at night yeah I mean the, the changes that it's made for myself is huge it's way more than I ever expected Awesome, and it's it's great that you're sharing them online with your community as well. Do you get quite a lot of feedback from from the people that follow you? Yeah, I get uh, instant messages all the time. It's so great to hear from these women who have 
been going through hard times or have had years and years of struggles and I think a lot of people see the the big bloggers and that live and breathe the health and they just do everything that they're, they're perfect everything about them is perfect and I think it can be quite um it can put people off and it can make people feel like they're not perfect so as lo- as well as sharing my um my wins I also share my losses and then I think that that helps other people realise that you can do well and you can still fail and pick yourself back up and carry on. So we, we're all human. We all make mistakes. So I think people appreciate that. Yeah, I think that's really important as well. You get those people that, that are those the hashtag Fitzbo sort of people. Yeah. Uh, and I, I have no problem with them, but they do portray an image that's probably not super realistic for the majority of the population as well. Um, They're they're inspiring, absolutely inspiring, but it's not something I'm ever going to (laughs) be. Yeah, and it's hard to to hold yourself to that account consistently as well. Um, so it's it's cool that you're that you are sharing your your wins as well as your losses and and letting people know what you're struggling with. So that I think that probably leads quite well into the into the next question. I know you've had a lot of challenges throughout this journey and you have failed a few times as well. What have you learned from that? I fail constantly, all the time. I'm always sort of on on and then off and I'm the definition of a self-sabotager. So I constantly, constantly, I'll get close to, you know, losing a certain amount of weight or something and then something in me changes and I just go and binge eat for two days. So I do. it's still a cycle that I do, but now that I recognize it, I it happens a lot less often. I think I take a bit more time to sort of um, self-assess and to think about my actions and why am I doing this and it's helped me to try and tone down the self-sabotage behavior and the binge eating and the procrastinating and all of that that comes along with it so yeah I I fail constantly and I still do I think I quit smoking probably seven times since I started this so it's it's fail and then get back on failed and get back on so I think as long as I've continued to get back on and it has the failures happen less and less I'm learning from them yeah, and I think there's a saying that the only time that you truly fail is when you actually give up. Yeah, definitely. It's that it's yeah. that it's always a, it's always that journey that you're going through, and you get knocked down multiple times, yeah. but you've just got to dust yourself off and, and and keep going with it. Yeah. Rach, with with girls got curves. What plans do you have for that in the future? I've thrown around a lot of different plans, and I've I've loved to blog for a living, but it. It's not really achievable in New Zealand unless you're one of the very lucky few. So at the moment, I'm just still just doing what I love to do, which is write. I love writing. I still have my full-time job as well as a research consultant. So Girls Got Cares is just it's my pet, it's my baby, and it's my passion. I love doing it, so I'm just going to continue doing what I do with it. Cool. That sounds good. And often building momentum with things. You hear all about overnight successes, yeah. but... These overnight successes have taken ten or fifteen years to actually materialise. Yeah. They're not; they don't just happen all of all of a sudden. No, all hard work. In terms of of health and things, what plans do you have for your family moving forward? 
I left my husband about six months ago and I think that was um, a lot for my own and for my children's mental health. We weren't in a happy place. We hadn't been in a happy place for a, a few years probably, especially with all the illness and everything that we had just, we'd stayed together for the sake of staying together really. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't doing anyone any favours. The kids weren't happy. They could see that we weren't happy. It wasn't good for anyone. So about, yeah, six months ago I left and me and the kids have moved. They still see they still see their dad every second weekend, which is great. And he's in a better place, I'm in a better place, they're in a better place. But everyone seems a lot happier. So it's, it's, been, it's been great for the mental health, which has sort of moved into the physical health. So now that we're happier, me and the kids go out for walks in the evenings and I pick them up from after school care. And we just do a lot more activities together rather than sitting around upset it's been good in all aspects I think yeah it's a brave decision but it sounds like it's it's been paying off for for everyone involved and always always hard when you're splitting up a up a family yes definitely hard decision to make yeah and I like the point you make before as well about the mental health and the physical health working together and I think so often we focus on one to the detriment of the other, whereas often they are quite intertwined as well. As I know that I'm, if I'm feeling stressed or if I'm feeling worried, kind of a, a surefire way just to kick that is to actually just go out and go for a run Great for thing. 20 minutes or, or something and, and just get on top of it. And I always feel better afterwards and things are always seem to be in a... I can get them into more perspective following that. Yes, yep, I agree, absolutely. Rach, my next question for you is, what was the last uncomfortable thing that you did? I do uncomfortable things all the time. <laughs> but the, the biggest would have definitely been uh, leaving, leaving Calvin. So it was, it was a very hard decision to make, and I knew that we were both going to be much worse off financially, and we were going to put the kids through a hell of a lot of stress to do this. And it was going to be changing schools and getting, you know, paying different school fees and moving, finding a house, doing all of that. was It was so overwhelming that it did take me a long time to actually get the courage to do it. So, yeah, that really threw me out of my comfort zone, just changing my entire life pretty much. That was a very uncomfortable thing to do. I didn't, it, it was horrible and that... Yeah, it paid off in the end, so definitely worth doing these uncomfortable things to make make yourself happier. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You had a pretty good support network around you when you made that decision? Yes, yes I did. Yeah, I've got my um, my mum and my sisters uh, here, and yeah, I've got lots of family around in Auckland, so it's been good, got some good friends. We moved up from Tauranga a year, not even a year before so it was a bit hard without having all of our really close friends around. But we've got some good friends. We've got definitely got lots of family, so that made it a lot easier. And Rach, what's the what's the next uncomfortable thing that you're going to be doing? Um, with the blog, I I really want to sort of monetize it soon, and thinking of different things to do with it has been quite hard. I've really struggled with it, especially putting money into it in the first place to get benefits from it um, it's quite scary to me and it feels quite risky and um, I would like to maybe do some sort of uh, shop attached to the blog so have some sort of shop with 
I'm not sure if it would be the exercise gear or workout gear or what exactly at the moment, but that's sort of where I'm looking at at the moment. So I'm, I feel quite uncomfortable about that, about putting money into it and not, not being sure if it's going to pay off or not. Yeah, it's a big decision to make with that uncertainty, especially if it's in an area that you're not familiar with yeah. as well. Yeah. It makes uh, makes your choices a little bit more difficult. Yes, it does. Yeah. Also, I've spent a lot of time doing sort of researching. Research is my job, so I think I've got a, a bit of a bit of a step up because of that. So it helps a bit. So I'm definitely going to take my time, and make sure I've got everything in order before I actually launch and do anything. That sounds sounds good. So, Rach, where can we where can the listeners find you online? Uh, my blog is uh, com, and I also have a Facebook page, which is just Girls Got Curves. Um, I am quite active on Instagram as well, which is Girls Got Curves underscore. Twitter's not really my thing too much. <laughs> I haven't really got a handle on it, so I'm not on there very often. Cool. Excellent. Uh, I'm sure there'll be some people coming over to follow you, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. And follow your journey and I'm sure that it, it's going to continue on really, really well. Thanks. Thanks. I hope so. It's been good to speak with you today. Yeah. And we'll have to get you on again at some point so that we can hear exactly what's been happening with you. Yes, I'd love that. Thanks very much for having me. Well, there you go, guys. First episode done and dusted. Let me know what you guys thought. Reach out to me on Facebook, Uncomfortable is OK. On Instagram, at Uncomfortable is OK. Or flick me an email, uncomfortableisok at gmail.com. If you like what you heard, head over to iTunes to subscribe to the show, leave a comment, and share the episode out with your mates. I want to give a big thanks to all the people who have helped me bring this idea to fruition, especially our awesome guests for giving up their time to have, sit down and have a chat with me, all of the people that have given me pre-release feedback, my lovely wife for supporting me, and all you guys for listening. Now, we've released three episodes all at once, so head over and have a listen to the other two as well. Finally, I want to give a big thanks to my brother Jeremy Desmond for the awesome theme music. You can head over to Facebook to find him, and I'll leave you with the entire tune that he's written for the show. Talk to you next time. (laughs) 